0: I wonder where he got it. He can you remember where pulled?
1: I think he hit Rion King. I think he pulled Rion King. I top edge over the keeper's head. <laughs> no, no. It was a good shot.
0: All is well, my shaky. I must admit, I listened to uh, your cricket and adventure a day with uh, Magotak, and it was I was impressed. It was good. It was, an, it was no, a good no, listen. I'm
1: glad to hear it. The response has been quite positive. I think people are getting to see a bit more of who Magotak actually was, and how uh, it's more to it than just a tweet. But keep tuning in, lads. Got some big, big guests coming. Darren Sammy, Yasser Arafat, Paul Sterling, John Mooney, Gavin Hamilton. They just keep flowing, man. So keep keep tuning in.
0: That's worked for you, definitely, this uh, time of like the COVID crisis, isn't it, Shaky? That folk have got got time in their houses and can speak. It's, it's, it's ideal. Been, man.
1: You know what? I was thinking about that the other day. If, if it was any other time, if it was like cricket season or something, I probably would have got two fingers and told, i catch you, mate. But i everyone just like, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And I'm like jackpot. But I'm getting a bit tired. I've done about nine recordings now. I've got about another six left to do this week. I think after that, I'm going to slow down a little bit and just because I, I let's be honest, I've not I've got time in my hands as well. So I've just got carried away with it. Yeah, you've done the right thing. Get a few
2: get a few built up and then put you like home and dry. You don't have to be chasing your tail like we
1: are every week. We need to record something. And yeah, get it out there. For anybody that will see you at some point on Zoom, if when you do launch that, they'll be able to tell exactly what it's like that. I mean, you've turned on, you've switched on, looking like you've just got out of bed. Your hair looks a bit more back to what I'm used to, like that snowboard, you know, surfer's hairdo back. Not quite as t- It's not quite as neat as you had it last time. And uh, you just look like you've been sleeping <laughs> while we've been getting these technical issues dealt with. I've just got <coughs> into my dog walk, so... By the way, sure at, and I brought back some old school memories there. <laughs> You know when he tweeted Darnell? <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I forgot about your nickname back then, Darnell. <laughs> I knew, man. Do. do you remember Darnell,
2: Liam?
0: <laughs> Mate, Hoggy, you're a lot. You, you're well more handsome than Darnell.
2: Don't don't. You don't are a bit on. more handsome than Darnell. I'll give you that much. I do remember that summer though. My hair was like peroxide blonde. From the sun, not from a not from a bottle. From the sun, and obviously got burnt one day. I was beetroot with like M and M style hair. At the same time, there was a tattoo <laughs> on Big Brother. Not great timing. <laughs>
1: time to give you that nickname. It was perfect. So tell us, Mister Hot, you can hey, you in your side. Is Sean Miratna on my side. No, Aye. no champ,
0: he not champ. Wait, <laughs> right, we're here for the Scotland Eleven. The Scotland Eleven. Basically, the other side of the World Cup in 1999, and uh, it's an ODI team we're picking, so the 50 overs aside. Uh, I thought earlier in the week we would have more or less the same team, but the more I've looked into it, I think there is going to be quite a lot up for debate and discussion. So, hopefully, and
1: when you say other end of '99, I've included the '99 World Cup team, that was what my understanding was. Fair, yep. yeah, yeah, fair show. Sure. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I, I've
2: basically, that 99 World Cup was Scotland's debut as an ODI nation.
1: Your mic is, you're a bit, I can hear Liam a lot clearer than I can hear you, Hoggy. You need to do something with your mic.
0: Yeah, Hog, it's quite like stoppy start, like, like I don't know how you describe it as broken probably, but I don't know if it's a wire on your head or something. Does that make any
2: difference now? Is it clearer or not at
0: all?
1: A little bit. Oh,
0: we'll, tell you, really. okay, we'll, we'll rattle on. Shaky gun, get started. You uh, who's your number one? Who's your main man?
1: My number one. Drum roll, please. I've gone with Kyle Kutzer as my number one.
0: In agreement, with you
1: there, mate? No, no dispute. Matthew? Who have you got? How have you got? Josh Shadjid. Shabby a one, mate. who's
2: he gone? But yeah, Kyle. Cooley, he's my number two, actually. Doesn't doesn't face the the first ball. I think he's a bit of a nervous starter, old old Lippy.
0: So who's the number, number one
2: then? He's an all rounder, a genuine all rounder, and he's he's come out of West Lothian CC, but he's played a lot of his cricket yeah. down south. Mister Gavin Hamilton.
1: Mm.
0: Although, why you got him in at one? Why you why yeah, are you in the he, He's Hamilton?
2: not an opener,
1: Hoggy. Let's beat. Let's not beat. Him. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He filled. He filled a gap. For Scotland in the latter part of his career, but let's be honest, mate. If you look at his whole ODI career, he was a he was a four or five genuine all rounder. You've just looked at your You've you've, you've well, look it's fair enough. He did open in your time, but that was just because nobody else could do it. He's not he's not an he's he's not an ODI. He's not the main man. There's, there's, the guy I've got is bit is, would suit the opening uh, suit Kyle better as an opening partner.
0: Well, who's your
1: partner? My partner Shaky? is Bruce Patterson. Mm. proper yeah. opener. Hoggy, you should have done your research with a face like that and go and look at his record and go and look him up. He, and, and you would—if uh, he gave it a bit—he was way before my time. First ball of the World Cup, Damien Fleming of Australia got put tongued through the covers for four. Mate, Bodd was a proper proper player.
0: Where did he play his country?
1: I think he's got, like, he's got six, seven hundreds for Scotland. ODI cricket. Not ODI cricket, but six, six, seven hundreds for Scotland. Where did he
0: play as uh, club cricket, Shaky? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Was that back in the day when a big Scotland game was against the Lashings (laughs) 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 eleven. Listen, I watched him play against the West Indies at Uddingston. Him and Dougie Lockhart opened the baton. Bod took a a proper West Indian attack on that day. Rion King, Nixon McLean, proper took them on, Bod. Bod's my opener. He would, uh, Bruce Patterson and Kyle would be a proper opening open partnership. That Was Lara playing that day? Lara was there, but he didn't play. I think I remember that. Was it 98? Yeah, it was around that point. Dougie Lockhart and uh, Chris Gale. Chris Gale got 50-odd. Played well. Good game.
2: Were you
0: down there with Clarence, Sehog? Was that when they all started running over and shaking hands with Clarence?
2: Yeah, that's the game, yeah. So we were there getting presented with Scotland Tops. Because we won the British cricket tournament, and they all came over. And I remember it. Fraser said to Jimmy Adams, "Jimmy, Jimmy, do you know who Clarence is?" And Jimmy, Jimmy Adams goes, "Clarence? That's not Clarence.
1: That's Mister Parfit." <laughs> oh, legend.
0: was that the Welsh Jimmy Adams?
1: <laughs> Jimmy Adams, legend as well.
2: How many did uh how many did your pal Brucey e. Patterson get that day? He got—he uh, must have got near—he fi- must have got fifty, I think, or close to it.
0: Surely we can agree on Costa as part of our opening pair, surely?
1: Right, Costa's in there, but he's not taking first ball. Right, well, Bod, Bod faces the first ball. He hit the first ball of the World Cup against he hit, he hit the Aussies first ball for uh, or the tournament for four. So we'll give Bod the uh, number one. Then he plays the first ball pretty well.
0: Can I chuck him? I reckon
1: Gab's chucking as well. You know, he's not going to back away from a first bat. <laughs> Liam, who is
0: your other opener? Uh, this is a span in the works. Uh, one of the younger crew. I have Mr. George Munsey as my uh, opening bat. And my reasons are, destructive, modern-day style of batting and could take the game away from you in the first 10 overs. And he's, he does have that in his locker. I like him at the top. He's a left-hander with a right-handed costa. But that's that's, that's my tubbins.
1: Gavin Hamlin's left-handed. <laughs> I think... Uh, I think... Uh, I think you're right. Munji's definitely a, but but I think he's got a little bit more to do before he's um, a bit more to do in his career before he gets in the, the all-time all-time eleven. He's
0: uh, I've got uh, uh, yeah I've got that and he's only 27. So as a definitely as a bat he's going to have at least what eight to ten years ahead of him. I wouldn't yeah. argue that. But I, I, Costa has got an ODI average of 43.8. So that's good by anyone's standards.
2: Right. So we've got one then. Kyle Kutzer is in the opening partnership but we need to find his partner. Now, I have to dug up that scorecard from Uddingston that day, Shaky. And your man, Bruce Patterson, with a strike rate of
1: 48.64. 36, he made, of 74 baz. Good going against the Windies, mate, on a, on, a, on a club deck at Uddingston. I wouldn't fancy facing Nixon McLean and Rion King on that deck. Nagamutu got him out. Listen, Gavin Hamilton is in my team, but Gavin Hamilton is, is, is in my opinion, that is not a... No an outright opener. That was not what Gavin Hamilton's, you know, I, I bet if I've, I've done it, Gab actually on the podcast, I think, we, I think we touched on it, that he said he just went and jumped into that role because somebody. Had, a, 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 he's a middle-order player, in my opinion. I have
0: him in my team at three, Gavin Hamilton. So, as long as we get Gavin Hamilton in our We'll
2: get shaky Mr. Patterson because there won't be many other West boys in this team. Okay?
1: <laughs> I, don't, listen, I don't think there'll be any other ones that you'll you'll really turn your nose at apart from maybe one. Bruce Patterson's somebody that I looked up to growing up as an open batsman. I um, uh, Trust me, he'll do the team proud. He's a, he's a proper proper fighter. Um, and yeah, you boys are probably just a bit younger, so you you, you you can't... But if you, again, going back to it, are going to have Gregor Preston Jones wicket-keeping and batting five for the West, then I can have Bruce Patterson open the batting.
0: That's your disclaimer for everything now, Shaky. <laughs>
1: That, that getting for that one.
2: That and Josh Shad. <coughs> I like how you stood up for Bruce here. So I think we should give him it later.
0: Yeah, go on, then we'll roll over. But we'll use it for advantage later on.
2: He did hit a six that game.
0: Wonder where he got it. Can you remember he that it. pulled?
1: I think he hit Rion King. I think he pulled Rion King. I top edge over the keeper's knee. <laughs> <eight.
0: laughs> no, no. It was a good shot. Right, lads.
1: That's a rope Kutzer and Patterson. I like that.
2: So, Liam, you said you had Hamilton coming
0: in at three. Yeah, I remember this clearest day, 99 World Cup, watching him on the telly. I think he got runs in every game. Um, test he didn't bat. Him. And and more importantly, I remember uh, Gav Hamilton, once upon a time, won a toss at Somerset and decided to bowl first uh, on a flat one down there. And Somerset scored 400. And I think you might have bowled a few that day, Hoggy.
2: I know. Wins the toss at Taunton. It must have been like it must have been late April, early May, and he's won the toss with a, must have been eighteen and Nelly was still playing, Shawnee was playing, but I was gonna take a new ball
1: to Triscothic and he fucking bowls first. Couldn't they believe it? And uh, yeah. You know, he did admit he did admit that captaincy was probably not one of his stronger points, so that's <laughs> that says everything you need to know. To be fair, at that
2: time, I didn't know if it was fucking Pancake Tuesday or Sheffield Wednesday. I couldn't really care less. But looking back now, it's like, what are we doing bowling first there? But we did. We batted all right, albeit we were 150 runs short. We still made 260 on <laughs> 400
0: for
1: three. Were you there, shaky? Nah. No, it wasn't. on That it wasn't. On. I've been hit for 400 in a county game before against Worcester, but not 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 at Somerset. No. So, for 400, <clears throat> but last, this is where my, this is so my first. I'm not trying to be difficult here, but if you if you look into it, Liam, yep. 99 world cup. Where did Gavin, where did Gavin Hamilton bat?
0: I think it's probably four, isn't it? Four or five.
1: I think it was five.
0: Do
1: uh, so you think he's getting a nose? There's a couple of names I'll throw in the mix for number three. I've got a couple of names. I'm kind of omen and iron. I wanted to hear your thoughts. My number three with the omen and a is either Callum or Ryan Watson. Yeah. I really like those because I've got Ryan Watson
2: at number
0: three. I have Callum McLeod at four. So yeah. I, I I like either or. Although interestingly, I was looking at the stats. Callum McLeod has eight ODI hundreds. It's four more than any other Scottish batsman.
1: That's a big that is a stat. Well you know what? I, I, I'm decided on that then. I um I'm 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 Callum McLeod at three and unfortunately my my next guy is going to throw another spanner in the works, I think, because if that if we go for that, Ryan Watson isn't in my team. Right, so we've got we've got Callum McLeod at three, do we? Yeah, Callum McLeod at three. Eight, eight ODI, ODI hundred four more than any other Scott. I think I think Liam the stats man there is something just to note you know that that's that you have your best batter at number three and those stats suggest He's, even though Kyle could potentially be your best batter, I think Callum is uh, has proven that he can. So, yeah, number three is Callum for me. I like Callum at three. Even though he was my
2: number four, I'm happy to have him at three. But the only reason I don't want him at three is because it gives Shaky an out to not put Rhino in his team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he always used to keep me out of his team's. You know what? I'm not that. I'm not that sad about it. No, I love, love Rhino as a player. What a player, man! What yeah. a serious, serious player. Um, he certainly wouldn't be my captain of this side. That's that. That's that's for damn sure. <laughs> right. You're going to, this, this is where the next guy is going to be another spanner. We all agreed on Callum. I think we agreed there. Yeah, he has bad.
0: to be in three or four.
1: Yeah. Happy with that? Who's our number four then? Yeah. My number four is not only a good batter. Probably there's other batters that could have batted ahead of him. But he's my captain all day long. And if Scotland had had him in more, the period of cricket, I certainly played for Scotland. I think I would have played a lot more cricket for Scotland and I think I would have been a lot more successful. I think you would have been as well, Hoggy. You ready for it? My number four and my captain is George Shalman. (laughs) Dude. Georgie, Georgie. I love Georgie. I had him head to head in a
2: position just because I had to get someone from our broth in there. Get it, <laughs> it. all the better little wankers here, like
1: he just forces our broth players in the team. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I was a big our broth. It was me that was probably yeah, it. being a bit. Wasn't so much you. You were actually trying to like shy, shy away from it, but I it was more me that picked the our players. I was pushing for them, so wasn't he? Wasn't he all on you, mate? <laughs> So you've gone for a George Salmon, and he was my consideration for
2: captain. He was up against someone who would have been my captain. But he, out of the two of them, it was a toss of the coin. So who, who have you got as your number four, Liam? Did you have Cloudy? I,
0: I had uh, McLeod at four, but if he's at three, then I would have Hamilton at four, if, if, you, if you wanted to do it like that. but So yeah, that's my three and four. So I don't really have a new name to throw in there.
1: Um, who was your captain? Who was your captain that George would have been up against? Home? Yeah. And the, the little Mofi Preston.
0: Uh, good player.
1: You know, I can't, You know, the only reason I can't comment too much is because I'd stopped playing by the time Preston came out to do the captaincy um, and I didn't play with him during that very purple patch. But a lot of people spoke very highly of his captaincy. Uh, Majid in particular, on the podcast the other day, spoke very highly of Preston's captaincy. So I'm not going to completely argue with you on that one, um, that's, a, that's a tough one. Georgia-Preston, I think that's a that's a debate here. Well, Preston's definitely not going to be in the top
2: four because he was a walking LBW decision when he was anywhere near the top four. When he got dropped down to five and six, you know, that he was a run machine.
0: Yeah, I'd say that obviously a lot of these guys you've actually had close contact with, whereas I would have played against the odd one and watched the majority of them. But Preston, when he's in that middle-overs time where you kind of need to score, and you kind of run a ball, he's he's really good at that. where you don't need to force it, he's good at that ones and twos.
2: Scary. But, uh, Very good. Do you remember, we played the game against them, <clears throat> it would have been a few years, a couple of years ago, shaky, and Flanners and your man Nick Farrer got off to a flyer. They were batting really well. and, and Budge. Uh, Budge as well. Yeah, but... It was Flanners and Farrer at the time, I think. I think it was the game where Scotty Cameron kept bowling them T balls and you started smashing them. Anyway, typical Flanners gets to 50 and then smokes one down Long On's throat, but it was like an unbelievable catch from Umair diving on the boundary. One hander and. Oh, we
1: brought a ferry. Mr. brought a Ferry, himself. busy, busy on the boundary. He's probably like, yeah, we brought a ferry, we brought a ferry. We cut the off, We cut the thing. A <laughs> so
2: he's taking a screamer on the boundary and you think,
1: I think we brilliant.
2: Budge, mate. we're in here definitely wasn't Budge it was Flanners right and yeah. it, it could have changed the game it was it was at that point where we really needed a wicket and if we'd got two or three quickly then we'd have been well in with a shout but Preston came in and he and nothing changed you know like he just, he just found the gap, he ran hard and yeah. nothing in the game changed whatsoever and he could have he could have come in and doored the yeah. shit out of it or he could have come in and tried to force it too much and given his wicket away but he he just reads the game so well so that's why he's my number he, he would have been my number six but we're, we're jumping ahead of the game here boys we need our number four
0: yes yeah we need to go back <laughs> who's so who's your four then lads who would you who's you competing for four because I'm I'm saying Hamilton
1: I've, I've had well I've got I've got um, I got Gav at five. I've got, but I'm I'm happy to like I'm I'm happy to kind of to take what what, what are you boys thinking? I mean, I, you, you wanting Watson in it for? I I think Watson's
2: a different gravy. I think he was so good when, when he was in his prime. I'm picking all these players in their yeah. prime, and when he was in his prime, not many boys would have wanted to bowl at
1: him. Yeah, no, you're right. Coming into coming into the Scotland team. I'd never seen a Scotland batsman dominate the county bowlers like Ryan Watson could dominate yeah. them. You know, he, at, at every shot in the In particular, the fact that he could pull. I think um, it wasn't until he got hit in the yeah. face in Bangladesh that maybe changed his career from there. But prior to that, he was... I remember going down to play a game against Durham, down at Durham, and they had the Aussie, Brad Williams, his name was. Big, heavy, ch- top-heavy, strong, fast bowler. Bowling, bowling sharp and Ryan just went out and was pulling him for fun like piece of cake Um, obviously there's 100 of 40 odd balls to beat Somerset yeah, yeah. is you know something special so I'm pretty happy if we if we go number four Ryan Watson sorry Georgie but if, if, I, if, if, I, if, I, if I ever got the chance I'm just going to put this out there if I ever got the chance to pick a, to play under any Scotland captain it would have been hands down George Talman
2: I've just heard stories of how good the player he was. But they mainly just talk about how good he was between the wickets. Like he was that's why oh, he was George Ivy. Unbelievable. Him and Preston batting together would've been
1: it would've been nectar. Like <laughs> so we've got Kyle Kutzer, Bruce Patterson, Callum McLeod at three, Ryan Watson at four. That's looking steady. Yeah. Got to be our man Gavin Hamilton at five then, and and this and the Gavin Hamilton that we're picking here is the '99 World Cup Gavin Hamilton who also bowled mid 80s. Yeah,
0: I was going to say you'd get overs out of uh, Gavin Hamilton as well, and he bowled ten in my team.
1: Proper bowler, Gav. He he proper, you know, to get in the England Test team, whether it was only one Test match or not. I I, I was talking to him on the podcast recently. It'll be out in a couple of weeks, and you'll get to see it. And he talks about that, and he says. Leading up to that test match, he was bowling beautifully, but he didn't get the ball until quite late on in that test. But he's... Uh, I watched him at Chester. You boys would have been... I mean, you can't remember the 99 World Cup too much, I can't imagine. I was down at Chesterley Street watching that game, and Gav... I mean, he had Enzim hat Plum LB, wasn't given, but he's bowling good. Good wheels, getting it through. That was a proper attack Scotland had back then. All, all you know, good, good, good attack. But if you have Gav at five, that's your... The one of your first all-rounders that you have in the team. Are we happy with that?
0: He certainly has to play for me, but I don't... Hogg, oh, would you not have him in your 11 full stop?
1: Who, Gav Hamlin?
0: Yeah.
2: I just told you, he's the first one in the team He had him over, him over one. All right, enough. Apologies. Right, he's not getting one. He's too good to play at the back five. It's only... It's only spackers like Neil McCallum and Richie Bering in the bat five. They're my two that I've got <laughs> written down as a five. The ones that need all the help in the middle.
0: I've got, I've got Neil McCallum at five as well, but if I'm, you need to get Gav Hamilton in there, so we'll have to have him in at five.
1: Got to have Gav at five, right? Gav Hamilton's in then. That's to be. Sorry, lads, I feel like I'm bullying you here. I'm really sorry, but I'm kind of I've I'm going I'm, I'm going to say that I've had a. a I've done some leadership in my time, so this is real thought going into this team. How much thought are you thinking? Are you thinking about your team here, Hoggy? Are you really thinking about what's going to work on the park? What are your What are your different attributes going to be in your team? Or are you just going off like, What you have you thought about your team? Or is it just names? Oh, I'll put him it's down. I'll put him a down. podcast. It's Monday night. I didn't care. <laughs> I've
2: picked a team. And
0: it's and a team. team, Hoggy. Come on.
2: You've got Bruce Patterson munching bars at the top of your order.
0: A different, era. It's a different era.
2: Right. I'm upset that I've not got my roomie Neil McCallum in there, so I'm going to suggest that he goes in at number six. No chance. Yeah.
0: I've, got, no chance. I've got Neil McCallum in here, and I've got you He should be in for the fact that he swept Murali for a six and a four consecutively, so
2: he, he's in. Who's he not swept for a six and a four?
1: Aye, uh, he's a serious sweeper, oh marker. what, a serious sweeper, but I've got somebody else at number six, I can give you the name if you want, <laughs> give us Do it, tell.
0: Colin Smith, oh floppy, you got your keeper in there, you
1: got that wee World Cup against Australia, you know, says it all really, Sean Tate, Glenn McGrath,
2: that was a very good game, I remember watching that. The only yeah. thing is, it's not very pleasant on the eye, is it, old floppy
1: with a bat in hand? Listen, there's nothing, nothing, uh, nothing wrong with that. Keepers tend to be a bit messy; they never tend to be too glorious, apart from Kumar Sangakara. Do you know what? Or Adam Gilchrist? Actually. I've got Crossy,
2: and I've got Floppy. Like, unsure who to go with. I would suggest. Yeah. That Listen, we bit. don't pick either of them. I would suggest- I think Crossy will overtake him eventually. I would suggest we just leave the keepers out and give Gav Hamilton the gloves so we can get Macca, Beryl or George Salmond in there. <laughs> keepers are <laughs> <laughs>
0: not and- <laughs> The ball hardly got beat the ball now anyway. No, yeah.
2: How many part-time keepers have played in Scotland? Fuck me, Cloudy kept winning. Fuggy <laughs> Lockhart. <laughs> against Holland.
0: I don't know if you... Would you want to take uh, Floppy? Because I've, I've heard, you know, if you try to get away after a game, he spends an awful long time in the shower. Poppy, so I don't know if you you know. Try
1: to get moved, on. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. He, he
1: doesn't spend that long on the show, and he spends a bloody hour stretching after the game. It's more the hour stretch, just the most flexible. He's the most flexible man in the world. He needs to stretch for an hour every single game. Never, 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 got, never got ahead of Take it. an hour
2: to stretch that thing, shaky. <laughs> <laughs> you were a Dundee shower though were you not or no you said you'd take a corner
0: Right.
2: so six, six. You, you want to keep her in there so you, you want Colin Smith that's a 50 against Australia it's difficult
1: to not pick him. it depends how the rest of the team goes because if you're really going to be strict on this if we're playing Gavin Hamilton and we're playing the all-rounder Gavin Hamilton then that maybe allows you to have an extra batter because man next guy after Colin Smith is another all rounder, a very successful all rounder. But it's going to be what you what you what 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 you what you like. I mean well we do well we'll I touch on who I've got at seven to try and see if we can start working this out.
2: Yeah, cool. We need six and seven. Yeah. So who who have you boys got six and seven?
1: I've got Righty at seven. William?
0: I have Richie, Bellington there.
1: Right, so I had
2: I had the two keepers at seven. My sixes were Salmon and Momsen. So we've got a fair few players there to pick from for two slots. Yeah, yeah. So okay. we need to pick a keeper. Uh, I think we should pick the keeper first. Are we going Smith? I think Cross is a serious player. Six is too low for him. Cross
1: is a serious player, but I think he's got. Probably a couple more years left to really... Look, it's hard to say, but the other thing is Crossy probably an ODI cricket. He opens. I know.
0: Yeah, well, they did bring him down the Right,
1: okay. I'm going to throw a spanner on the works because this is getting complicated. If we really need to think about the team here rather than who we've picked, do you go Kutzer and Cross, one of our most successful opening partnerships, to, to, to beat England at the top of the order? And... And we remove Bod to, make, to give us a bit more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sorry, Bod, but I'm just, thinking, I'm just thinking for the team here. What do you think? We, you go cross and Kyle at the top. Cross is probably going to go on in ODI cricket to open the baton for Scotland for a, couple, a good couple of years yet. Why are you making that face, Loggy? <laughs> like a top The guy just opened the baton against England, mate. Made it look like he was batting where I did. He like, strolled it. You're looking at me like I'm from outer space.
2: Are you going to be able to sleep tonight if you drop Bod?
0: That's great you say. You can't... You're, I, I, can't feel, you. I,
2: feel
1: bad. I feel bad. I feel bad. At least Bod will know how much I, how highly I regard him. But I'm just thinking for the dimension of the team is it maybe best to go Kylan uh, Cross at the top, McLeod at three, Watson four, Gab at five, and then that allows you to bring in either Momsen, Salmond for six and the captaincy slot. I just want you to keep saying Salmond. Um, <laughs>
2: Salmond. Honestly, I don't. Think you drop, I don't think you should drop Bruce. I think we've got to keep him in there. You've got, you fought his corner it. too hard.
0: Yeah, you've got your boy. In. You've got your boy. In, you? For
2: us to mention Cross, we're just straight all over it. So no,
1: Bruce Patterson is our number one. Okay. And Cal- Bruce Patterson's number one. Kyle Cal- uh, number two. Callum McLeod number three. Ryan Watson number four. Gavin Hamilton, number five. Yeah. I think
2: for everything. I think for how he took over the captaincy in a. I wouldn't say it was like it wasn't that difficult a period. Well, do you know what? Maybe maybe it was a difficult period. He had a lot of new faces coming into the team, and he had to he had to get them all sort of together, and he got Scotland qualified for the 2015 World Cup from that qualification tournament in New Zealand. And yeah, not
1: just, he was phenomenal with the. Back. He
2: was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I think I think Preston ahead of the four names that you boys have suggested at six. But that's who I'm. Yeah. If you if you boys pick someone else and you both back yourselves, fair enough. But I'm having Preston at six before Salmon and
1: whoever you boys had. Callum, right?
0: Listen, I boys, as well then.
1: For once, I'm going to agree with you. You actually sounded quite intelligent there. You sounded like you had some knowledge behind the decision that you made. You you gave background behind it. You were right. You weren't talking complete Google it Gop. So Preston Momson is he is he going to be our captain as well then, Hoggy? Okay. Considering what you're saying, came in in a really tough time. Brought the team together. You know, single personally with a bat on that tour, single-handedly I think pretty much took Scotland to the. Did the World Cup? You know, he, he he was phenomenal in that tournament. A couple of hundreds, if I remember correctly.
2: Yeah, no, that's that year he was brilliant. You know, he won Associate Player of the Year as well that year. But no, I'm happy with Preston. If you boys are happy with Preston at six, I think that's where he made his name for Scotland because he came yeah. on the side and he. I remember he made. Did he make 80 in the World Cricket League final against Ireland that we lost? I remember him. I think he. Yeah. I think he maybe opened. Maybe opened or batted three or four. But that was the only real score that he made up the top, and then they dropped him down the order that year. And he, yeah, he just flourished. I remember him getting a eighty or ninety at Chesterley Street, and he was he was a a joke yeah. smashing. I
0: was down at that one.
2: Oh,
1: I begging for tickets, were you? Yeah, Is he
0: our captain well? Are
1: we are, are we going to debate the captain down the line after we have Yeah, that'd be oh, fair. the team. Yeah,
0: P on at six. No, no complaints. Right. So what we're going to do, lads, because okay.
2: we're gonna to have to get a keeper, right. keeper in pick here keeper. somewhere. Yeah, you need a
1: keeper, you can't just not pick a keeper. I'd not pick a keeper. Just share it around the boys. Claudio keeps winning it, he's not bowling. Listen, see if um see if uh, if it's gonna be number seven, I think it's gotta be Colin Smith. I think he's got a little bit more power in the bottom, you know, at the end for hitting than maybe Cross does. I, I think Cross is gonna be a serious player for years to come opening the batting i actually doing a wee podcast with Crossy, yeah. not tomorrow but day. so i just just plug in. Have you got your own podcast? Yeah, you uh, It's called Shaking Journeys, you might have heard of it, I've just been blowing it up everywhere on social media.
0: Ne- never heard of it.
1: Nah, you don't, you've not mentioned it much. Yeah, I've got
0: it <laughs> I'm standing up for my pal here, if we need a number seven and we need somebody to see us home and he's going back down the bottom and he can keep. I have Craig Wallace in at number seven and he is now number seven. I've, I know folk will shake their heads, but having played in the same team with him and seen what he can do and when he's his tails up and he's confident, Craig Wallace is a proper cricket and I think if he's given a chance in the next few years, he'll do, he'll do a job. What do you mean given a chance? He's been given a
1: chance. He's played plenty of cricket for Scotland. I scored plenty mm. of runs. Yeah. I wish I'd had that many chances. I would have bloody taken this if somebody's right arm to get that many games. <laughs> Don't get me started on chances. Shaker, no,
0: no.
1: If he gets that a chance. I know,
0: I know that's, a, that's a sore point. A, sore point, that's,
1: a, that's, a that's a brotherly love one. Forfisher love my boy Wallace. There's no way he's the keeper for, for Scotland. Alec Davies was a better keeper than him. 99 Shaky. World Cup. He was it's a proper Anyone can keep Wicket. Can he pick Wallace ahead of Colin Smith or Crossman? Can he do that? At number, at number seven, Wallace should be back. He should be back at number one anyway. Well, Craig Wallace if you're listening I think you're a very good keeper batsman I do think you've had a lot of opportunities so I don't think you're that hard done by but you know if you do get more opportunities you should take take it by the scruff of the net and, and lead the way you seem very good with the social media content you tend to do that wee Cricket Scotland footage when you're away on tour, quite good at that but to get in the all time Scotland 11 from 99 till now as a keeper batsman wow yeah. I don't know. There's not many are going kind to of finish the innings like
2: him, Shady. He's a finisher. Zimbabwe, 50 for Forfisher or Scotland? Mm. Against Zimbabwe. I don't think Forfisher have ever played Zimbabwe.
0: <laughs> right. Who's a keeper?
2: I wish I knew who he scored his other 50s against, but I just don't
0: know. He did. he got a few. Right. Colin Smith. I, I, I'll vote for him for Pitty Keeper at seven, and you know Smith.
2: Floppy. He's in. Yeah. On for the proper cricket
1: right now, the Bullers.
0: The Bulls.
1: Listen, I want to say this again, Craig Wallace. Good cricketer, and I see where you're coming from. And I hope he comes back in and he and he does some big things for Scotland moving forward. But just at this stage, I don't think he's um I don't think he's quite delivered enough to get in this team. But I don't want him thinking that I don't rate him as a cricketer. I think he's a good cricketer. I think he just needs to still cement his place in that team. I think that's fair. Hoggy, yeah, yeah. I think he's a bit of a cricket
2: nomad, and he's been. He's been moved around because he is flexible and that's that's worked against him. I
1: bet you know about see if he never kept <laughs> I bet you know a bit about his
2: flexibility. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm happy with that top seven. Yeah. Who's your number eight, William?
0: Uh my number eight is Scotland's all time leading wicket taker. He's bowled an economy rate of four point five over four hundred and thirty eight and a half overs, and his name is Majid Hack.
1: What a performer. What an economy that is, eh? Bloody hell.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Below below five. Never played
1: for Scotland, Scotland after scary. the age of thirty two. It is a pretty sad story to be honest. That is. I never knew
2: yeah. he was so young because he always he always sort of came across as very mature. Mm-hmm. He see listen to your yeah. podcast, Shaky, sorry to bring it up again. But it, <laughs> it is true though, he is he's one of the if not the most passionate cricketer I've played with, oh, hun- Madge. He, there's no such thing as a friendly game. Yeah. And, and I don't know, maybe it was just me because I was young, but I, sometimes it didn't really feel like it was that
1: serious, that we, d- we didn't really put enough pressure on ourselves almost. Because he was so laid back, poggy you know, he always had the sunglasses on, just that poker face. No, no, no,
2: I'm not talking about Madge, I'm saying he was the opposite. He, he, he came across as laid back but having conversations with him and stuff like that—yeah, oh, that, yeah, very serious about. he was always tell he, he was so serious about about his cricket, and yeah, he's probably
1: one of the most competitive people I would, I've he, played sport with. Even as a teammate, though, if he seen you and he rated you, he wanted to get the best out of you. He would like, he would, he would. So a guy like you, I know he rated wow. you highly. He would always be in your ear, that, Hoggy, come on, three, four wickets today." You, know, this is you, you. You felt, you know, he would say to. When I got my hundred against Ireland, it was Maggi I went out for dinner with the night before, and Maggie was proper intense, man. He was like, "You need to get hundred tomorrow." Like I'm eating my dinner, and he's like, "Shake it, hundred tomorrow. Get keep your head switched on." And so he was proper. It meant a lot to him, and the plane for Scotland was everything to Magic. Absolutely everything.
2: Yeah, no, totally. And he is. He's the best. He's the best. He's. I would say he's the best bowler Scotland's ever produced, but he's definitely the best spinner. Like, I've seen, like, it's, he can rattle off hundreds of names from watching on the telly, but I remember him against KP at Grange one year, and he didn't know what to do.
0: KP, is that, that, your, is that your mate, Kevin Peterson? <laughs> just for the viewers.
2: <laughs> My mate, Kev. So he's born at He's born <laughs> at him, and I think uh, K, KP's not a bad player of spin, but Madge just, yeah, he did. It got to a point where Peterson just. All he could do was run at him. He didn't. He didn't know what else to do. He couldn't get him away. He was trying to sweep on both sides of the wicket, and he, he just. He just ended up running down the wicket and popping one straight up in the air. And it, it, Madge was just. It was just on
1: a string. Do you remember the? Do you remember the 2015 World Cup in Australia when he was bowling against England and Botham and Lloyd kept taking the piss out of him and saying he's bowling hand grenades. Yeah. England couldn't. They couldn't do anything with him. I think Mo Ali Alley managed to get him away a couple of times over long on. But other than that, he was bowling it. They just—they couldn't do anything with him. He, they were—they were, they were really struggling. I think he tied down Bell. He might have got Morgan. He was just—he was—he he was a genius with the ball. We called him Magic, obviously. That was his nickname. But he was—he yeah. was—he was a magician with the ball. Um, and i, I certainly wouldn't argue with, with Magic at eight. I guess the only thing i if you don't—if you go with Magic at eight, does that mean a certain Craig Wright misses out in making this team? Another Scotland's quite successful leading all rounder
2: Righty was in my team and he was below Madge in the order. So he's still still a chance to get in my team. What about you? you've had him in at six, did you not? Jake?
1: No, I would have had this was I would have had Righty and now and probably batted Madge behind righty. Majid Majid was better when he opened when in the, in the World Cup in the Caribbean, Majid opened the batting. And that's where I probably yeah. was probably a better batter. But when you get down to like seven or eight, I never really rated Madge's batting that much down in this position. It wasn't really his kind of game. He wasn't really suited for coming in and, you know, whacking it about a bit. He wanted to play himself in. I think Righty's probably better. Um, if we're going to play Righty, then I think you put him in after Colin Smith. Okay. Who have you got, yeah. Liam, at nine? Well, I, so, yeah,
0: you? I picked four goals.
2: So we've got, we've got Madge at eight. We need a number nine.
0: So... Right. Okay. Well, I have another spinner in there, and I've got gone with the left arm option. So I'm going with um, who, in my opinion, might succeed. Madge in being the leading uh, Scotland wicket taker, and that's Mark Watt. Okay. What he's got a, a real big future. He's only 23. You forget how young he is. He's 23 year old. Yeah. He's got a bowl. He's got a bowl for Scotland for the next 13, 14 years.
2: And he's not really um, he's not really had that spell where he's had a tough time. He's just sort of he's come into the national team and and because he's had to because Madge obviously isn't there. But he, it would be good if they both bowled together. But he's taken it on oh, really well,
1: being the the sort of... Oh, I think
0: they would be a great pairing.
1: being were, so young. I think I think they were maybe just starting to. It was at that period where he was just coming in. Were, it was maybe about to start, but then Madge, you know, left 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 the fold. Um, I'm not going to argue with you. I think he's... What I like about him is for a young lad, he seems to not take the game too seriously and just goes out and delivers. The bowl in that England game in the pressure situations that he bowled in was incredible. He got, he got the first wicket. He got Roy yeah. in the first wicket that got us going, you know, and then to bowl at the end, you know toss it up to Moeen Ali at the end and take the risk and, and he got the wicket. Now totally. quality, quality cricketer he can bat a bit as well from what I see it looks like he can definitely go to bat yeah. it seems like a really good lad yeah. it like, seems like a real team man so are we going to, I mean that's interesting I mean again I'll bring this up it's, you know you still have got a name floating about there that we need to make a decision on and that's Craig Wright what's the uh, What's the general consensus? I mean, I can't argue and say, right, he's been a, right, he's been a bloody successful all-rounder for Scotland. I mean, he he really has. He, probably not so much in your boys' time, obviously. But me coming into the team, the national team, and for years before that, right, he's been a, was a consistent performer. You know, ten overs, ten overs for not very many runs, consistently over the a long period of time. I would. I would say more Mark Watt is definitely going to be in this team in years to come. But I think at this moment in time, what were right, he did over his career. He probably tips Mark Watt at, at, at this moment, if you're going all, But Mark Watt is a young boy who's got, like you say, uh, Liam, he's got a bloody bright future. I think he should get another gig in a county as well. I think he's that good. I think no. somebody should...
0: Without... I think we need
1: take into account as well
2: that in the crunch moments, right, he probably never had his dad telling him what to bowl on the boundary, like what he does. <laughs> so that wicket when he got Mo and Ali shaky, yeah. that was all what he's done. He told him, come over the wicket or come round come the wicket, over I can't it. remember what, but it was throw it out, throw, toss it up and see what he does. He obviously put it down the boy's throat. But I'm happy with righty in there, mm. right? I remember righty was, he was just coming to the end of his time when I started playing. But I remember I got dropped for a game at Grange against Worcester, and I was I was fucking raging. I don't know I don't know why. I think I bowled well or something in the in the weekly I felt good, and uh, and they picked righty, and I was like, what are they picking him for? He's ancient. And he went. <laughs> it was either a pro forty game or a Friends Provident. I can't remember what year. I think it might have been a Friends Provident game, and he went out and bowled ten overs for fifteen or something daft at Grange. You know, in a county game. And he was—he would have been—I don't know—thirty six, thirty 36, 37 that time, maybe a bit older.
1: And, uh, very, un- very underrated mm. batter as well. He was—he was He was—he right, was—he was, he was handy with the bat, really handy. At this kind of stage that we're picking him at number eight, one, two, three, four, five, uh, yeah, number eight. He—he um, he could hit—he could hit sixes righty. He looked like to hit the ball quite straight. Yeah. Good off the spinner, so he could come out. Weaver's. hit a straight six or two. Don't get me wrong, righty. In my bowling days, was my absolute bunny. Cleaned righty up a good couple of times in club cricket. Just what I thought, put that out there. I've got him on soon in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be piling into him and saying that he was my bunny. Can't wait to get that chirping going. Um, so we agreed, number eight, the, the lanky, lumble righty.
0: Yeah, I suppose, yeah, I think you've got to put righty in. But if you,
1: yeah,
0: I was going to stand in for a while again, but yeah, let's go righty in dis-
1: dis- It's not like the Craig Wallace rant that I had no disrespect to Jenny Craig. He could, but the Mark Watt one is a very, very look. Mark Watt could be in this team. There's no doubt about it. I think we just need to respect as well what some cricketers of the past have done over a long period of time. That's the only reason I'm, I'm, I'm standing, standing with righty. Hoggy's probably the same. But Mark Watt, quality man. He's going to be, he's going to be a, he's going to be a fine cricketer for Scotland for years to come. And I do think he should, he should get picked up by a county. It'd be, it'd be strange if he doesn't. You, you tell me, Hoggy he likes a bit of. A, Likes about a bit of swally and that kid. Likes to like a late night or two. Dude,
2: righty, righty hates his oh, swally. Righty, not
1: righty, righty's uh, righty's in his bed tucked in by eight thirty. I'm talking about uh, talking about Mark Watt. Well, the model, the model athlete. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just, he just has Bud Light.
2: <laughs> I think, I think what he, Okay, yeah. okay lad. Do you know what? He, what he will? He probably like he will take over Madge because he'll he'll end up playing more games if he stays fit. And Scotland will they'll, they'll play more ODIs, won't they? So he will be in yeah. a team like this in years to come. But yeah, I think you're right. What uh, Righty has sort of he's built up that credit. So I'm happy to have Righty, big influence on sure. Scottish cricket, not only as a player but as a
1: person. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know youngsters coming through. Maybe didn't always see eye to eye with Righty. I certainly didn't. Um, you probably had your moments with him as well. But he kinda told you how it was. Kinda told you how it was. Um and I think he, he meant he always meant well right there. I don't think he I don't think he ever meant to, to to upset anybody or to you know, but if he if he thought that you needed told something, he would tell you And I respect people like that. I'd rather somebody tell me something to my face than go and bitch behind the back.
2: He loves to look to Alex Ferguson, so I think he tried to mould himself on him, so he took no shit right. If uh, if you stepped out of line, then you knew about
0: it. That's the way it should be, though, shouldn't it? Especially that yeah. level. Like, you're trying to raise standards and pick a team. you
1: will definitely be a captain candidate when we talk about the captaincy at the end
0: of this. Yep. Yeah. Right, brings us on to have we got have we got a couple of quicks now, we got a couple oh, of proper bullets lined up? Be because I'm going to get I'm going to give you mine, and it comes with a little story. So this is back in '99, the South Africa Academy. After the cricket, I mean, used to come and tour, and they did Ireland and Scotland. And I looked at the car today, and there was boys in there: Hashim Amla is one of them, Arnold Jacobs, yeah. Dwald Pistorius. um
1: but Nell down was the bottom.
0: On the yes, Andre down the bottom, as who we was going to get to him was number eleven Andre Nell So they played a game at Lockside Park in Forfar, and I was down there as a scorer doing the big board at the bottom. Scotland were chasing about one eighty. And this guy came out to bat. I think he was batting at nine that day. And they needed, say, 20 off the last two overs. And Nell was bowling one. So Nell bowled this ball to him. I think he's trying to get him away on the leg side. He kind of fluffed it. And the ball's dribbled back to Nell, who's picked the ball up and shied it at the stumps. Now, the batsman's not left his ground. He's never moved. And the ball thudded against his thigh pad. And this is a young Andre Nell staring him down. So the batsman... Picks the ball up and smacks the ball out of the ground, <laughs> and the batsman—he was my first bowler—is James Brinkley, and it was purely a right good bowler. I remember him as a seamer, but I wanted to get that story in there. But yeah, it was it was hilarious seeing the reaction of folk. Yeah. Good, good, good shout, You know, not not
1: not one of my picks, but a bloody good shout, Liam. Ninety-nine World Cup as well. Proper performer for Scotland, bowled, bowled and, bat, and batted well. In particular, the game at Chesterley Street against Pakistan, him and Gav had a partnership, and then he bowled all the way through that tournament. He was quite steady, so mm. it's a good, it's an interesting pick. I've got a, I've got somebody. My, my name for that position is currently Scotland's leading ODI wicket taker, um, and fourth place of all time is Scotland wicket taker. And that is Safi and Sharif. Mm-hmm. Good pick.
0: Yeah, played with safi A
1: fellow Asian brother. A the Asian player.
0: He does. He's got 68 ODI wickets, Saf.
1: 68. Safiyan's
2: a brilliant yeah, picker, so- but I think my bowler blows him out of the water on their day. Blows him out of the water? Yeah. I think if my man is bowling how he bowls and safi bowls how he bowls, my
1: man is... The one.
0: Have you picked yourself, Hoggy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen, listen, I'm not going to argue that. If Hoggy hadn't got injured, the both both were, in my opinion, the two side by side rising fast bowlers of Scottish cricket, no doubt about it. I wouldn't have said Safi no, really. was better. Than that. Once upon a time, Hoggy, as much as I give him abuse in these podcasts, proper bowler, proper bowler. Um, Absolutely. It's unfortunate that the body body of old Darnell just didn't hold up but it could have, could have been interesting, both, both Sappy and Hoggy could have both went on to be um, leading opening bowlers for Scotland but I, I want to hear your name mate, if it's not you then who is it?
2: Aye, don't be daft, it's not myself, it's, it's D-Wold Nell. so
0: oh, when dear. he
2: was in his prime he wasn't really playing for Scotland, he was playing for Worcester or Kent.
0: Yeah Kent, he definitely went to Kent
2: he was, both, he was at both teams, but yeah, he, he was unlucky with injury. I just remember, I just remember growing up and thinking he's an unbelievable bowler, like great action. It's a shame that he's, his, his injuries sort of hurt beautiful, him, beautiful. but on his day, you, I, I'd have him. I'd have him with a new ball any day over anyone else for Scotland.
1: Most of the games I played for Scotland, I played with Nelly, quality bowler. Um, I remember in particular T20 World Cup out in South Africa. Um, him and Blaney opened up for us and Nelly bowled a set at the Pakistani batsmen. They, they were they were all... They didn't know what was going on. He got Warner. The ODI I, got, I played against Australia at Grange. I played that game with Nelly. He got Warner early on. Proper... proper you're absolutely right. Beautiful action. Natural outswinging bowler. Yeah. Um, you know... Was a fat boy at Watsonian's. Juddy spotted him and just was like this guy can bowl and then he went to South he went to Australia with Fraser Watts and he just came back a new man and you know serious bowler, no doubt about it. I mean is there space for both of them? Let's see what we what we're gonna go on to discuss. I think there's an argument for both of them. Can't take away that Safi's now Scotland's leading ODI wicket taker.
2: Yeah. That would have been a great trip to South Africa, Nelly and Fraser. <laughs>
1: I was at I was at the ICC Academy with both of them. They both them and nutting. They were both just they're te- they're just coming like knocking in your door if you're late by five minutes and stuff like that. Nelly came one morning. I would pulled a sickie one morning. Nelly came banging on my door and giving it all like, "Come on, champ, get!" I lost the plot, man. Sorry, <laughs> Nelly. You <don't> love me.
0: <laughs> Who's your other bowler then, gents? If we if we can, we might as well chuck all our, our fast big quicks in and then.
1: Let's
0: get all the bowlers out there, and then we can discuss yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Who best. was your who? my number eleven? Sorry, Hog, my number eleven. Uh, it's a bit like the same kind of figure as Wrighty's, like kind of transcended the eras, but played a bit in England. Also fell out with him um, with of Scotland, and it's John Blaine as my other quick. So,
1: so, so beyond Wrighty, we've still got three slots here. You know that Wrighty was number
0: eight. Oh, well, I thought we put Madge at nine. Shaky Thanks for that.
1: Yeah, so interesting, Blaney was Blaney was my 10, so we're kind of all, the only one I hadn't had in the mix yet, Darnell's thrown one out there Nelly, and I'm not going to dispute Nelly, is a bloody good bowler, I'm going to put another name in the hat. I know who you're going to say Azim Butt.
0: Yeah I got him written down as a reserve
1: That's not who I thought you were going to say Who did you think I was going to I say? I can't believe we've
2: not mentioned him. He was Jones. He was head-to-head with righty in my team because they're similar type bowlers, maybe not the quickest, but you know you're going to get a set out of them. You can set a field, and with a new ball especially, you do some damage. So my two bowlers I've got left I need to mention are Hoffie, Paul Hoffman, mm. and Blaney. But Blaney's on his own.
1: May- yes, hang on then. I'm going to write these down because this is... Just- this is all up for debate. So we've got d now. We've got Blaney. Yeah. We've got...
0: Brinkley, uh, don't forget my Brinkley. Hoffman,
1: Hoffman <laughs> Brinkley, Safian, uh, and Asim Buck. <laughs> Should I say them again? We've got one, two, three, four... Right, we've got seven names, lads, for two spots. We've got Nell, Blaney, Hoffman, Brinkley, Safian, and Asim But. Now, all fantastic bowlers. One argument I need to put I know what you're saying about bowler for both, but you have got a stats man here and he loves it, he loves the stats, stats are important. If we're not gonna if we're gonna take stats out of it, and just pick it just on what you like, we can do that. Yeah. If we're gonna go on stats, then you can't really write off a guy like Safi Anjorif, who's now Scotland's leading ODI. But then a lot of the other guys didn't get to play as many ODIs as Safi yeah. got to play. Yeah. So stats is really not a very fair assessment here. Fair. So we've got we've got six names to pick from, and we've got two spots. I think you've got a. Oh man, there's so many. To be honest, there's no right or wrong answer here.
0: Nah. It's a bit like if you're picking a team for varying conditions, you would you would change it and how many left-handers and black etc. So yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with any two of that that selection. But um, I definitely would stand by Blaine and then one of the others.
1: I think you can't not stand by Blaine. He's just played over too much time for Scotland. Ninety-nine World Cup, two thousand three World Cup. No, sorry, two thousand seven World Cup, 20. Um, obviously he, he walked out of a World Cup as well, and it was an interesting conversation that I had with Gab about that that'll come out in a week and a half time yeah. um, oh, you know Yorkshire, county bowler, yeah, Northamptonshire not county bowler Yeah. you know, you, you can't really you can't really leave, you can't really even discuss probably not having Blaney in the team Yeah,
0: it's, it might ruffle a few feathers of the, of the players in that team having Blaine in there, but Another thing for Blaine, I know from being down in Yorkshire at that the time, he he had a lot to do with the academy, and that was the time that they brought through their balance and Root and Bearstow and all of those guys. Uh, they they used to play a, a Yorkshire eleven in the Yorkshire Academy playing the Yorkshire um, league on a Saturday, and Blaine was was the captain slash coach of that team, which included all those players. So you know he's he's had a big influence on a lot of. Uh, proper cricketers
1: the other thing thing is lads we're not a country that is blessed with speed and in his prime hands down he's the quickest out of all of them yeah Blaney was Blaney Blaney could touch 90 miles per hour when he was at absolute peak when he was coming down the hill at Curtkill for the penny cook for the pennies I don't know about that but 99 World Cup I remember going to watch games and Blaney Bowling at the Aussies was getting it through at decent clicks at Worcester. He was bowling sharp. Obviously, in in, in latter stages, he became more of a more of a media, like like mid-80s or just below that and hit his areas. But in his early early time, he was a proper tier away quick. The other thing that you need to remember in this team is if you're picking Gavin Hamilton as an all-rounder, Gav was also a a mid-80s bowler.
0: Yeah. Hog, it's your specialist area, mate. Who's the best? Yeah, you you had to pick on? Who's the best?
2: I wish you could have seen Azim Buttbowl because he was he was uh, before my time, and he's a left armour, but it's not a real team, so I, I don't really care. He's a left armour. <coughs> I'm having Nelly over all them on his day. Wow. Oh, aye. Yep. Yeah. I think. You're that Here's one for you, actually. Here's one for you. Going back to that story at Taunton, the famous Gav Hamilton, not a clue what he was doing. Steve old <laughs> Nell <laughs> took the new ball and cleaned up Craig Kieswer. And he was playing a forward defensive on a flat deck, and that just showed you Nelly's shapes, unbelievable, man.
1: And, and, and to be honest, the, the time I played cricket for Scotland, Nelly and Blaney was the opening bowling attack. So I can't really, I can't, eat. Hoffman had just come to the end of playing. I played a little bit with Hoffman, but not much. As soon as, the time I played with Scotland, it was Nelly and Blaney. And they were, uh, Paul Sterling, who I was just talking to before this, commented on yeah. facing the young lad, Nelly and Blaney. He actually comments on, uh, uh, no word of a lie, you'll hear it. He said, when he first played against them, it was, they were too much for him. They had to find a way to, to deal with them, mm-hmm. so... And then, probably know how good a
2: player he went on serious to be. I mean, player. he's got—he's a serious player. <laughs> yeah, I just—I just think yep. Nelly is—is a, is a different, different class. And him and Blaine, I, you can imagine. Obviously, Blaine wouldn't have been in his prime when he was born with with Nelly, but they would have been, yeah, some some attack, some attack to go from Blaine and Nell in their prime to Drummo and
1: and me. Do you know what? <laughs> you know, when you, right, I got a bit worried at one point because when you started saying there this guy's quite similar to righty and he's uh you know, blah, 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 similar kind of player and stuff. I was thinking, you said your team was full of wheels. If you pick Drummond right now, man, that's that's, definite, that's definitely no wheels. But it was just when you start thinking he's similar to righty. If you compare anybody else that was similar to righty on, and like pace-wise and stuff, the only guy you could probably say was, was Drummond. But I don't think you could pick Drummond in Scotland's all-time 11.
2: I think is up there.
1: Hoffy's a Hoffe Drummond well
2: a, in a tough period. He had to he had to bowl.
1: Absolutely.
2: He had to bowl on a side that didn't have much bowling really, like Seymour. Of course,
0: got a lot out of and and maximised what he had as well, like totally, totally got the most out of himself as a cricketer.
1: And and I think because he was because he was such a a good guy, I think he got the best out of players yeah. that were around him at that point. Um, so no, I think Drummond did a, a he did a he did a good job um, for Scottish cricket. So I'm, I'm not, but I just don't, obviously yeah. when you started to say yeah. somebody similar to Righty, yeah. I don't really think Nelly's similar to Righty. <laughs> Nelly was a proper fact, you know, proper decent, quick. Righty bowls seventy five miles an yeah, hour. I'm not comparing those two. Yeah.
0: No, it was me that was saying it, it was more just like the, the eras they've transcended. They've kind of like turned themselves into coaches and they had like that yeah. kind of status.
2: And it's Nelly all day. And and because now yeah. he hits yeah. a big ball now, by the way, Shaky. With a bat. He can strike you. So did Hoffie. No, not So did
0: Yeah, but Hoffman remember Hoffman batted at the top as well.
1: So did Staffi. Yeah. You could argue this one all day long. Yeah. They're all quality. There's not really any right or wrong answer. But no. I, because I argued that Bruce Patterson is a batter at the top, I think you should get you should get to you should get to pick your... Uh, I mean, Blaney was always going to make my team and then it was going to be Blaney and somebody else. And I think you should, as a, as a, as a bowler yourself, should have the kind of leader on that one. And if you want Nelly, then I, I certainly wouldn't argue with it. Nelly's a, Nelly's a proper bowler. That bone attack yep. of
2: Blaine, Nell, Hack, Wright is probably... My, I know Gav well, but I mean, that, those four probably match up with when Scotland had a really successful period, like 2007... World Cup sort of time the one that I cut around about that time with that with that attack probably Um,
1: Gavin Hamilton talking talking to Gab he said the 99 was the best attack that he played with for Scotland hands down and it's yeah because Liam named it Liam named it so the attack was John Blaine Asim Buck Mm -hmm. James Brinkley Gavin Hamilton um, and Nick Dyer offspinner and Gav said that was the best seam attack, hands down. And Gav played with Gav played with both teams. Well,
2: Gav's not on this podcast, so is in the team. <laughs> <laughs> enough.
1: Enough.
0: Nell and Blade, ten and eleven.
1: So should I read it? Should I read it out, lads? I've written it down, it. and I bet you've written it. Down. Liam, you're the you're the stats man. Read out the team, to us, please, sir. Yeah, go for it. Read that team out.
0: Uh, I've got number 1, Patterson, 2, Kutzer, 3, McLeod, 4, Watson, 5, Hamilton, 6, Momsen, 7, Smith, 8, Wright, 9, Hack, 10, Nell, 11, Blaine. Now, Who's the captain? Yes, mate, I knew you were going to say that. I looked through that team, there's five of them there, there's five cricket captains in there, there's uh, Kutzer, Watson, Hamilton, Momsen and Wright. So, no,
1: Watson. You can't talk about him as a captain. Fantastic batsman.
0: Made some like, brilliant uh, decisions, uh, Ryan.
1: Like picking the drinks man in that World Cup qualifier, 2019. Because Ryan, Ryan will probably be thinking this week but if he hears a few of the a few of the podcast that I've got something personal against him. Ryan Watson is one of the best batsmen I've grown up watching for Scottish cricket. He's absolutely phenomenal batsman. Um, nice enough, nice enough, ch- nice enough chap off the light over the line as well, but. Not a captain in my Fair eyes. Enough. so that counts him out then. Off you pop I know.
2: Yeah. four. Yeah. Who have we got
1: left? Hamilton, Cootzer,
0: Moms, in, and right. and Gav,
1: Gav Hamilton. Hamilton admitted himself captaincy was not for him, so he's got to, he, he only stepped in to do that role. He said because somebody had to do it, so that's not what you want. You don't want your captain. We don't want Gav Hamilton captain. Every time I go on Facebook, leave Gav alone and let Gav. Talk about a good chat in the changing room and just go out and play box office cricket.
2: He only comes out once a year on Facebook, and it's when he's in the Shampers tent at Lords. I'm not, I'm not playing for a captain that drinks in there.
1: <laughs> so he's off Hamilton, off you pop. So <laughs> get interesting now. We're down to Craig Wright, Preston Watson, or Kyle Kutzer. Yeah. Before, think- before we go <laughs> any further, right? I've got a stat for you. Quick quiz.
0: Oh, like a stat. So there's
1: only been
2: two captains. Two Scottish captains in ODI cricket who have won more games than they've lost as captain. Ooh. Okay. Liam, you give me one. Look at you.
1: Oh, look, at you. look at you getting all clicking stats going. This is impressive today. Who have you got, Liam?
0: Costa will definitely be one of them. Kutzer will definitely be one of those two. Kutzer will definitely okay. be one of those two.
2: And Kazim? Take right? No. Justin Momsen? No. He actually didn't have a very good record as captain because he captained mainly at World Cups. So you're playing against the big boys. Are you going to say Ryan Watson here? <laughs> well, after that World Cup
1: qualifier, I didn't think No, so. uh, I was just—I was hoping you weren't because that would have made me sound like a total. Just like I, I just—it was pure personal. Drummle.
2: Drummle's the man. He captained 16 one-day internationals and he won nine of them, lost seven. No, mm-hmm. so, well done, Drummle. No uh, no no results and then Costa, he's captained thirty one ODIs, but he he's won sixteen and lost fourteen and I had the one washed out. So yeah, that's not it's not really got us any closer to our decision, but I just thought I'd throw it out there.
1: <laughs> You're bringing Ken. Again, we're talking ODIs. So, uh, people from the past wouldn't have played as many ODIs as the recent crowd of have... so we've got three names. Yeah. I think you got a oh, it's hard, eh? Kyle. Preston, writing. I like this stat. I heard this stat. This stat. I heard this quote the other day that I liked.
2: It's from it's from our man Craig Wallace, shaky. And it's what Kyle said to him. He said to him that if you go out to bat with this attitude, you'll get picked in my team every day of the week. And it is if the ball is off the stumps, it's a free hit. And if the ball is on the stumps, it's in the slot. So. That type of attitude, I think that gets the best out of your man, Bruce Patterson, at the top. Because you might get a wee bit nervous at the top, you know. the
1: pod was a bit of a, was a, bit of a, a hard man. That's why I like a strike. What Call her up. Call her up. Oh, no. Swagger. Yeah. Preston was one of them. Call her up. Well, I'm a call her up as well, mate. Call her up all, all the time. It's embarrassing. If i for against Forfisher our, our Broth next year, I'll definitely walk out of my call her up. <laughs>
0: Um, I'll throw my I'll chuck my captain in hat he's the only one that I've actually been captained by and it's Kyle Kutzer for me listen he just led
1: Scotland to a different level a victory over England can't really fault that Um he's had some cause a lot of people I have to say I've, talk, I've talked really highly about Preston Momsen you've just done it you've done it on this podcast as well Hockey I, I haven't played under either I played under the other guy that's in the team Craig Wright and I think I think Wrighty was a good captain I think Righty was very, you know, paved the way for a lot of players that came through. Some say he, some say he kind of picked the team according to how he wanted the team to be at certain times. You know, that's that's up for that's up for debate. Who you knows? That's just stuff I've heard in the grapevine. Um, that it was a bit cliquey once upon a time, based on what I'm <laughs> trying to say. But you know, you're a bit cliquey. Um, I don't know, lads. You. I am not. I think Liam, Liam's, Liam's been the firmest with his decision so far. Me and Hoggy seem quite... Well, Hoggy, you've not made a firm, firm choice you're coming out with. You. You've not said to your who's, your... who's your man? I wouldn't say Liam was firm.
2: Liam was like, I played a game with Kyle and he's a great guy. I'm going to kick Kyle. <laughs> you know, that's not firm <laughs> for me. I'll be firm. I'll say Costa is an unbelievable player, but he's too friendly to be a captain. Magid, Hack
1: said, Magid said this as well. He shares your thoughts. Magid said the same thing.
2: I think he's very friendly. I think if you twisted his arm hard enough, he'd come for a couple of pints. I know he likes his Guinness. He'd come for a couple of pints before a game, even if he was captain. That's not the example to set. But I know for a fact, I know for a fact that, it's not for debate, <laughs> Liam. I'm not oh, even hey. near the captain for that reason. Um, <laughs> I know for a fact, though, that Preston Monson you'd have to drag him out of his scratcher or have to try and find the the code for the safe to get his wall out of it to get down to the bar and I think Preston I think yeah I think he's a he's a really clever cricketer I think he's I think he's the man for the for this team I know it's a I know it's a joke living but I think I think uh, I never I never you can maybe throw right his yeah. hat in the ring but I'm having, I'm having Preston. So we've got a sapphire
1: captain in us, converted.
0: <laughs> Suppose, I can, yeah, you can't argue with your, your debate there, uh, Parker.
2: But again, maybe you can't pick Preston because of his gears, because he would probably rock up to a team meeting in like a luminous pink jumper or something.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. horrendous dress. I remember pair ad- of white jeans horrendous. and a pair of his his bird's flip flops or something. see. This is hard one to comment. This is a hard. one comment on I've not played under either's captaincy but I've heard I'll, I have to say I've heard a lot of positive stuff about Preston as a captain I heard that he did a phenomenal job uh, obviously we've talked about it in New Zealand to qualify for the World Cup um, Majid hat talks very highly of him and says his captaincy was very astute and you know he was a very tough and, and what you've said there and uh, nothing wrong with what you've said about Kyle He's a nice guy he likes to spend his time with his teammates um, Magic said similar. So you both share the same thoughts there. You both played under both. I believe you played under Kyle, and you played under Preston. So I can't remember. Um, I uh, I've only played really under Wrighty out of all three of these, and I have to say Wrighty was a good captain. You know, he played. He, he 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 pushed pushed guys to get the best out of them. He didn't take any shit. Um, he told you straight what he thought. Um, also probably somebody that wasn't really heavy. You know, would. would be disciplined in what he had to do, to you know, late nights and stuff like that. Um, basically a bit of a geek. Uh, even at the end so, of tours, I remember coming back from India one
2: year, we drank a plane out of Heineken, we got off the plane at Heathrow, he was like, you boys better get on this flight to Edinburgh, and if I see you in that Weatherspoon's bar, you're not even getting on the plane. Five minutes later, we're like, uh, five pints of carlin, please. <laughs> I'm raging, but... Righty,
1: yeah, I'm having Preston. Sorry, righty. I'm cool with Preston. I think I um, heard a lot of good things about his captaincy, and he's you know, he led Scotland into quali- help Scotland qualify for World Cup and under his captaincy, led Scotland in a World Cup with his captaincy. Never won any games at the World Cup, right enough. But do we ever win any games at the World Cup? True, true. Well, no,
0: hmm. well, of course, I'll, I'll agree then. Mom's in for captain.
1: Just I'm going to put this out there again. If he'd made my team, George Shalman would have blown all of these people out of the equation. He would have been my captain, hands down. Would
0: he Would he come for a pint the night before a game, Hog? Huh?
1: No idea. Not the night before a game, but he would probably, he was, he, he, let, yeah. he could soak, but I think, I think he was just your, put it this way, uh, again, I'm going to just use off some local, recent knowledge that I've got. Gavin Hamilton said, best captain he ever played under, he would, he would go through walls for George. You need to tune in and listen, so you know I'm not talking crap and some of the stuff I've used. But Gav's, Gav's episode, is box office, some of the stories and just some of the stuff he says along the way is just was quality. Well, from the Champagne Tent at Champagne Tent. All well, the egg and bacon boys.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Egg and bacon boys. And Lord, Lord, let's, tell, let's get a selfie, guys. The right
1: uh, born on the right side of the border. You can't take that away from them.
0: No. Here's a, here's a question. I wouldn't mind putting it to you, and I wouldn't mind putting it to some of the boys that are in this team. Obviously, this uh, the ODI since the 99 World Cup, this kind of chat... As I say, it's transcended in competitions that we've played in. Do you think this team would be better suited to playing in a solid kind of, uh, the whatever they call it, in England, the Royal London One Day Cup, rather than the ODIs that they, they currently play now? What do you think would be best for progression going forward?
2: I like the county stuff. I think it's a better standard. Well, it is a better standard than playing a one-day international against Hong Kong or Nepal or something like that. Um, I think they need to do both.
1: Yeah, that's that's that that that's...
2: keep playing as many ODIs that they play now against the likes of Nepal, Hong Kong, uh, Holland, uh, all the other sort of um, associate nations. But then, yeah, to get back into that Royal London stuff because it is it's a it is a it is a drop going from that to playing an associate team, and not just that the facilities that you play on. So. You, Nine times out of ten, you might be playing. do oh, in Holland certainly, unless you're playing at Amstelveen, you're playing on like a club, a club ground. Um, I don't know what it's like when you've got Nepal or Hong Kong or places like that, but they're not going to be like playing at Edgbaston or playing at Lords or playing at the Riverside or playing at Old Trafford. All these test grounds and even the even the county grounds are all they're all proper wickets, you know. So. Yeah, if it was if it was my choice, I would
1: say I would say both <laughs> as much as possible. But sorry to sit in the fan. Yeah, yeah.
0: Would you think Shakey, a similar idea?
1: Yeah, it comes back to like what we were talking about when we were even picking the district teams. That I reckon there should be like a national Premier League again. I think that was where the cricket was at its proper level, rather than this regional stuff. Um, and I think Scottish cricket has kind of suffered from not being in the and the county stuff I think it was just brilliant for Scottish cricket brilliant for youngsters like yourself Hoggy coming in the Ryan to myself coming in as well the chance to play against a county was just you know really a good benchmark because you're right some of the ODIs you play unless you're playing against the Test Nations they're not as strong as the county side
2: they are stronger generally I think now than they were 10 years ago but there is a big jump going from that to a to a county team no, no question and I think that I think it's <clears throat> the best thing for Scottish players is to try and get down south. Do you not agree? Like Watty, for example, Safi done well when he was down there and it's a shame they don't get, get given an opportunity. Yeah. I know it's difficult because they need to still be available for Scotland, but the more opportunities to get playing down there, then the better they're going to be and the better that'll be for the national team.
1: Well, yeah. considering we once got rid of, you know, Maggie talked about it quite a lot, your either Poggy, where pretty much seven or eight guys were just canned because seven or eight guys had a granny from down south um, that was scotting that, that and then just pulled all these people up from county cricket. It shows how highly regarded a county contract is. So if our boys can get down there, the more of them playing county cricket, the better for the national team. I mean, look at the England team. That's what they all do. By day, their day job is playing county cricket. And then they then they go into it. The, so they're coming in ready, you know, playing good standard of cricket. Our boys are—if they're not playing county cricket, they're coming from club cricket. And and I'm sorry, but our regional setup is is not not anywhere near what a, what a county setup is. It doesn't bridge the gap enough, but it does bridge it to a certain
2: extent, but not enough. What I was going to say was, Ireland are a great example of using England to their advantage. So obviously they've lost Owen Morgan, but. They've gained William Porterfield, they've gained Boyd Rankin, they've gained Paul Sterling, they've gained the two O'Brien brothers, um the also of the, the house, uh, Craig Young opens a bowl for them, he was at Sussex, Andrew Balbur was at Middlesex, Gary Rose. I think there's yeah, there's George Doppler was at Somerset, they've all played
1: consistently in the counties. Whereas It shows no, it shows in the it shows in the national team and it shows when they go and play. I mean, what about Let's be honest. Ireland have performed a lot bigger, a lot better yeah. than us at the world stage. They've got some serious, they've got some serious boys now. Beating England, beating Pakistan, beating West Indies. They've done it. They've done it all, and it, it probably shows that they've week day, weekend, week out. They've been playing professional cricket for years, whereas our boys are are now and then. Let's be honest. A tour here and a tour there, but other than that, it's maybe not the same intensity as what you would be being a county pro day yeah, in, day A touring out.
2: session at Grange isn't the same as a uh even a second-loving game, is it? It's a different, different level. What I was going to say was, Shaky, you mentioned the, the National League in Scotland, and I'm glad you brought that up, because I remember we spoke about it, and you said it was because Aberdeen didn't fancy the, the road trips. And I know for a fact that they love their bus trips, the Aberdeenshire boys. weren't shy of a slab or two anywhere they went. But I'd look at the stats, Shaky, to back up what I said. I know you keep, you keep getting into me for not backing up what my statements are, so here we go. 2010, right? So in 2010, four of the bottom five teams were from the West. And then in 2011, which was the last year of the National League, seven of the bottom nine teams were from the West.
1: Listen, listen, listen. You're challenging challenging us. (laughs) Let's get this National League back up and running. Get the top five teams from the West. Get the top five teams from the East. And let's go for it, and then we'll decide at the end of the league. None of this stats nonsense. If we get to bat on the east wickets more often than not, let's let's let you know. Let, let, listen, I hope cricket Scotland are listening or whoever sets these leagues. Let's get the national league back going. Cricket will go back up. You know, you might get a few more people getting banned on the cricket field because. But that's just that's under <coughs> the territory. It should be part of the game. And if you ask me, as long as you don't overstep the line, I would love. Love to come down to Arbroath and get stuck right into you next season. Love to. I'd love to turn up to Forfisher and have Craig Wallace abusing me for questioning his place in this team and Liam Sweeney tossing up some left-arm spinners to me. I would love it. Shaky, we don't play for drawers in the
2: East now, you know that? You cannot go like 15 over spells there still.
1: No, no, no. Not these dudes. Not these dudes. You're talking about, you are you adore it now. You're not opening back from the doors at me. i have seen what you're all about it now. You come out and boom, boom. Since your bowling base finish, you're like, I better not get out or my Saturday's over. Boom, boom. <laughs> my last two seasons have been embarrassing. Mate, to be honest, my last two seasons have mm. been equally not so good. So I was actually, I'd got in a bit of better shape. I was Proper, but you know, going to be playing in a better wicket back at Clydesdale. I was buzzing to go back into it and and hopefully have a decent season. But Hoggy there's always next year. But yeah, I feel your pain, mate. Last couple of years have been horrendous, man. Not, not, not something to, to be proud of.
0: Enjoyed that, gents.
1: So it's been a pleasure, lads. Yeah, it's been good, lads. Yeah, it. Bruce Patterson, King of Scotland. <laughs> Bruce Patterson. Right, lads. Take care. Take care. Cheers, Liam.
0: Take care.